Um, Misha says she's confused why music is not allowed for monks. If music is simply vibrations entering the eardrums, and so is listening to the sounds of nature during meditation, what's wrong with using music to help the concentration? It's a sense pleasure. It's uh, something that you go to. The it's it's not really strictly forbidden to uh, for, uh, to monks to hear music at all, but to go to listen to music that is not allowed. So if, if a monk happens to hear music uh, where, or there is music where the monk is meditating, then we acknowledge it. But to go and, and want to listen to music, that is the problem, not, not the sound itself. When there is music, it is, as you say, just vibrations entering the eardrums same as any other uh, sound of, of nature or of material. Um, the other thing is that you are mentioning what's wrong with using music to help the concentration. It's a... Uh, this would be a... Is that crutch, that word? Yeah, this would be a crutch. Uh, you should have concentration without a crutch. That's a good concentration. When you only can concentrate with music and there is no music, then you're lost. Then you're not able to concentrate. So always try to learn to concentrate or meditate without any helps, without any crutches. Uh, and another question you could ask is, if music is simply vibrations, then why do you need a specific meditation? Why, why would you need a, sp a specific meditation? What is it about that certain meditation that helps you concentrate? When I was in Jom Tong, there would be once a year a two-week festival in the parking lot of the monastery, big parking lot, because it was a tourist attraction. The monastery, the temple area itself was a big tourist attraction. But unfortunately the meditation center was quite close to the temple, so... And they would have a huge stage set up and carnival attractions and the music was 24-7 for two weeks. This loud boom-boom techno music or, or, or all sorts of music and so on. And I didn't find it helped with our concentration at all. <laughs> but um, eventually you realize what you're what you're you're saying what you're you, know, you have this theory you're you have an intellectual understanding that it's simply vibrations but on the other hand you you, you seem to be partial towards certain vibrations that certain vibrations and certain states of mind are preferable to others and this is what we try to um, change in meditation we try to realize that it's actually not the case that there is no um, 
there is no difference between this vibration and that vibration. We try to do away with our partialities. And as Banyani said, to be comfortable in any situation. I think the key is uh, you're choosing the wrong quality of mind here when you say concentration. Because it has to be admitted that there are certain vibrations that probably can affect the brain waves and induce a certain state of trance in the mind. You know, there are people who have these brainwave CDs, and it's not music, but some kind of uh, audio that affects the brain and, and you know, in increases the theta waves or the beta waves or the gamma waves or I don't know, whatever waves in the mind that should be increased and whichever should be be reduced, it helps to do that. This isn't the goal of Buddhism. This isn't the goal of the Buddhist teaching. The goal is to see that everything, any any state that arises will have to cease. And so it's not um, it's not of any benefit. If there are certain sounds that calm you, then yeah, it might be a benefit to in, in the beginning to help you to, to settle into the meditation. But it can become a crutch. And not only that, because it's a sensual enjoyment, because it gives rise to uh, some kind of pleasant physical sensation, just like ple uh, pleasant foods, pleasant sights, and so on, uh, smells, you know, people use aromatherapy to calm themselves down. This is, if it does create calm, it's considered to be wrong calm because it's calm based on partiality and based on a certain type of experience. It's not calm that is aloof from experience. So uh, as long as the smell is there, you'll be calm when the smell goes away. You will be, or when, when, when someone flatulates, for example, then you'll be uh, upset again. Or when you're listening to your calming music and then someone comes in, storms into the room, and starts yelling, you'll, you'll get very angry at them and stand up and say, I'm trying to meditate, I'm, I'm trying to be calm here. And you'll get up and yell at them. So you you can argue as much as you want, but but the fact that you're calm, you're creating this habit of of uh, requirement that for this to make you calm is really setting you up for the impermanence of, of the situation. You will be less calm as a result when other sounds arise. When, when a more unpleasant sounds right. When you have to go to Jom Tong for two weeks during their festival and meditate through two weeks of, of uh, techno music. Itara has a related question. Should we go through this right away? Yeah, we can, sure. Uh, could we use music as a meditation tool to study our attachment and reactions to music, whether it be pleasure or displeasure? Mm. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend using uh, using any any object of attachment in that way. Actively, so if it means going on and turning on the music just to see how you enjoy it, the the, the only problem is that catch that you you have you're giving rise to the volition to create unwholesome uh, unwholesome states of mind. You're intending to give rise to the, the defilements. Now, using music that exists as a meditation tool is, is, is perfectly valid. When the, when the music is there, that's exactly what you should do. If you love the music, you should be mindful of it. This is how I would suggest you should deal with all addictions, if it's even a sexual attraction. 
know, the best thing to do is to be able to you know see or at least visualize in your mind. You may not want to stare at the person, but visualize or or when the visual visualization comes up, to uh, to acknowledge it. No, I, I, mean, I don't mean staring, but when you see something that's attractive to you, to use that as an object to not not even need necessarily look away, but to use it as an object of meditation, if you can. Now the problem is with with all of these things is that. Uh, if your mindfulness isn't strong, you, you rather than give rise to to wholesome mind states, you'll just give rise to defilement on both sides. Defilement of, of liking the, the music or liking the, the visual or whatever, and or, or getting angry at yourself or hating the fact that you're becoming addicted again or feeling guilty about it and worrying about it and afraid about it. So you can use these things and you should eventually use these things directly. The music should, if you're addicted to music, eventually you should take it directly as a meditation object. But, for especially for a beginner meditator, it's absolutely improper, and it should be forbidden. Music should not be allowed near meditators, because their minds are so untrained that it, they have no ability to, to, to do this. Instead, as a result, when they hear the music outside of their rooms, they'll become obsessed with it, and it will destroy their concentration, and they, because they don't know how to say hearing, hearing, and so on. So in the beginning, absolutely, meditators should be sheltered, and only slowly, slowly be given back their, their, the objects of, of attraction, once their minds become strong and able to deal with the small things, like the, 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 the basic desires for food, and so on, and, and being able to deal with sitting still for long periods. I mean, that's really enough. Uh, I wouldn't suggest using all of these things for a beginner meditator. Um, the same is if you dislike the music, um, it has to be noticed as well. And all what, what Bhante said is is valid for for disliking of music as well when you when there is music that you have to hear because it is there and you are in your room and can't go away uh, while meditating then you can of course uh, as well meditate on your reactions um, and on your displeasure and on your disliking but that for a beginner meditator you want to still shelter them from it as uh, if possible because it's very difficult and it makes people run away and it it makes the it, it also can lead them to because as because they're not able to deal with it uh, impartially it leads them to repress and it can cause problems in their meditation practice so it's something that you do have to be compassionate about in the beginning mm -hmm.